here with another episode of Currently Binging, the podcast about all things TV and movies. If you're listening for the first time, welcome. Make sure you hit that subscribe button on whatever platform you're listening to my voice on. Also, take a few extra seconds, rate, comment, all greatly appreciate it. Also, also, if you're on Discord, like, come join me. It's hard for me to be like, join me on Discord and like, start something if people aren't on there chatting with me. So like... Help me start the conversation and join me on Discord so that we can chat all things TV and movies over there. Unless I just don't know how to use Discord and there is a way, but let me know. I just feel like it'll be weird for me to like put things out there and then no one responds. <laughs> oh, anyway, so we are discussing why the last man in OMG. I literally was sitting here. Because you guys know, like, I plan out what I'm going to talk about um, pretty far in advance because sometimes I do have to do batch recordings um, of the episodes just based on my schedule. So Why the Last Man was the show that I was watching. And when I first started watching, I was like, hmm, I don't know if I want to um, watch this. Oh my gosh, I should do warnings. There's going to be spoilers. This is a solo hosted show. So it's just me. We're going to go all over the place. It's going to, it's just going to get crazy guys. Okay. So buckle in. If that's not your style, please feel free to stop and listen to another podcast. Okay. So yeah. Anyway. <laughs> so, um, in the beginning I was like, oh, okay. This would be interesting to discuss because I originally wasn't going to watch this show. But again, as with a lot of the things that I've been discussing this year that I had planned not to watch originally, it seems like everyone upped their marketing game. <laughs> and so a lot of these shows I've just, that I really did not plan to watch, I've been watching because of the marketing and just seeing like the commercials upon commercials and all of that stuff. And so I was like, oh, okay, I'll give it a chance because even the early promos were pretty vague. It was just like, not really vague, but it was to the point where it's like, something happens to all the men on on earth and it's just women left except for this one guy. And that's kind of intriguing. Not even knowing that this was based on like a comic, not knowing that they have been trying to bring this series or this story to TV for like, I think they said like five, 14 years, five years, something like that, five to 14 years. It's been a long time. And so finally it got to the screens despite a bunch of delays, a bunch of recasts, and um, a bunch of like network switches and the plan of how they were going to drop this. So it landed on um, FX on Hulu. And you guys know one of my gripes, if you've been listening for a while, has been um, things that have been, are being dropped on streaming that are just like, not being dropped all at once, but being dropped in a weekly format. And I feel like I'm hitting everything. So if you hear like little bumps and stuff, that's just me hitting the microphone <laughs> by accident. But um, yeah, and so I was like sitting here and I saw why the X-Men was like, okay, maybe they'll drop it all at one time. And they dropped, I think they dropped the first three episodes. And then after that, or no, I think it was the first two episodes. And then after that, it was weekly. And pretty early on, this is starting to feel a little bit like, um, what is it? It was a Gossip Girl, one of the shows, one of the streaming only shows that I recently talked about 
where where I discussed how they dropped it weekly and I think that that possibly hurt them. It may have been this or not this. It may have been Gossip Girl or it could also have been One of Us is Lying. One of those two. I feel like it was either HBO, Max, or Peacock. But anyway, <laughs> I think the way that they dropped this hurt them a little bit um, or hurt them in as far as people being interested because I don't think that this had a like strong viewership week over week. I actually did not look this up, but I do know that this was canceled before the season even ended. And when like, so that's why I was laughing at the beginning of this because I was sitting down uh, to record this and I didn't keep notes on this because it wasn't dropped in a bench format. You guys know I really only take notes if it's, um, if all the episodes are dropped at once just because it's a lot of content to take in. Um, whereas week over week, like I say this sometimes, I'm like, I have horrible short-term memory, but I have pretty good long-term memory. <laughs> But then this whole pan situation kind of like negated that, but it's still pretty valid. Like once something become, comes like a longer term memory, then I seem to remember it better than if it happened like 10 seconds ago. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so I didn't take notes on this, but I was preparing myself to talk about the show. And part of preparing is to be like, depending on how long it's been since the show has ended, I'll try to see if there's any news about a season two. And um, the thing with this one is that we're now a couple of weeks after the last episode. So usually there isn't, unless it's like a show that they're, they're like, we're renewing early for, for whatever reason. Most times I don't really have news about the next season. But when I went to search this one, clearly I missed this because they canceled this show. <laughs> like seven episodes in and so I wasn't really expecting um to see that <laughs> when I googled why the last man season two so yeah apparently they counseled it because they had to make a decision by October 15th um because that's when the options for a lot of the actors were up and so I guess they were just like we're not renewing and I really only wrote one article but it didn't really mention anything about any other reasons why outside of that they had to make a decision by December 15th but then if you think about everything that I said about the show getting to the screen like I don't know but it sounds like um the they're open to shopping the show around if it was to go somewhere I don't know where it would go they're saying maybe possibly HBO Max if it does if it does actually end up landing somewhere and again, I would be highly surprised if this ends up landing anywhere just based on how this first season went, unless they pitch a really, really solid, succinct second season because um, the showrunner, which let me find her name. I was literally just reading this, so let me make sure I give you guys her name. But she was um, in the article and she was talking about how she has this whole uh, Eliza Clark. Yeah, I believe that's the current showrunner because, again, there are a lot of changes. But she was talking about how she has this whole, like, five-season um, vision for this show. So five-season 
50 episodes, 10 episodes per season. Um, and she talked about how diverse, like, everyone was as far as, like, the crew and everyone behind the scenes. Like, very diverse, women-led type of a project, which all sounds amazing. And it's all like, yes, yes, yes. Uh, but I struggled a lot <laughs> watching this first season uh, just for a, a myriad of reasons. So... <laughs> Our main character, or like our last man, is Yorick, uh, and this is this is played by Ben Schnetzer, which I haven't, I don't think I've ever seen him in anything prior to this, but he is in a show that I think people watch. I don't know why I want to say The Walking Dead, but I don't think it's The Walking Dead. Actually, I think I probably saw him in Snowden, but like don't remember. But it's not The Walking Dead. So I don't know. I don't know why I thought he was in something that people would know. But essentially, this is my first, like, real being like, oh, okay, I don't know how this sense, but this is going to show me who you are, kind of, like, your the first impression uh, for for me, whereas he's York, he's supposed to be the last man, he has his monkey, and then he's part of this family, which consists of his mother, Jennifer, played by Diane Lane, who ends up becoming the president uh, when, like, the world goes to shit. <laughs> and then his sister, Hero Brown, who is played by Olivia Thurlby. And then there are some other people in this. Uh, Elliot Fletcher, who plays Sam Jordan. I've actually seen him in a few things. Uh, Ashley Romans plays Agent 355. Juliana Canfield plays Beth. Uh, Marin Ireland plays Nora Brady. Uh, Amber Tamblin plays Kimberly, which she's a crazy person. <laughs> I shouldn't call her crazy, but whatever. Uh, and then Jess Salguero plays Christine Flores. And yeah, so off the bat, I have problems with York because I felt like every decision he made, and I mean, they try to justify this in the story build up for his character specifically but every decision he made was like the first couple of episodes I was just like oh my gosh <laughs> I if I was with you I would kill you like literally I would kill you because I don't understand where you're making some of the decisions that you're making he was so caught up with trying to find Beth it's like dude it's the end of the world clearly you can't find Beth and then the whole situation where um agent 355 fi finds him and takes him back to his mom and he's still like I gotta find Beth like I don't want it like dude you are the last known male in the world <laughs> I'm gonna need you to get your priorities straight like Beth is not important at this moment so his motivations were very very frustrating all the way up until the end like all the way up to the end he got them in a lot of situations that were preventable Agent 355 kept being like when after they left the White House and they were trying to find uh, the doctor who ends up being, do I have her on here? I have to find her name. But they end up finding the doctor and <laughs> he's like, or not before they find the doctor, she's like, and he's wearing that like face gas mask thing. And she's just like, dude, you're the last known, you're the last man in the world no one knows that you exist. If people find out that you exist, like everyone's going to go crazy and it's going to be a complete shit show. 
but like it just was like none of that was registering or clicking and he was just like trying to do his own thing and not listening and not being apologetic by, about landing them in situations where they could have died. <laughs> so that was um, Allison. That's what the doctor's name is. So that was uh, very, very frustrating to watch with him. But then also his sister Hero was very, the whole family's irritating. <laughs> Hero was irritating because so her friend is like, dude, it's the end of the world. We need to get your, to your mom because your mom is in the White House. The White House probably is well stocked, has all the supplies that we need. Like we need to get there. Also, it has the supplies that Sam needs because he needs testosterone. And she's just like, no, no, I like whatever happened between her and her mom, like she's just not talking to her. Even in the end of the world, she just would not be a bigger person and be like, okay, let's go to my mom and get some help. That was really frustrating to watch to the point where every time the episode focused mainly on her, I kind of didn't want to watch the episode <laughs> because she was annoying and her story was kind of boring, if I'm being honest. And then you had Jennifer, who was also making questionable choices. This is just a questionable family uh, where she finds out that her son is alive and sneaks him into the White House, doesn't tell anyone else on her staff except for Christine, and then uh, gets him out, sends him to go find the doctor. So then now she has to lie. And so then all these things start coming up like, oh, you're lying. Is your son really alive? So then Kim's mom ends up killing herself and committing suicide. One, because she's grieving losing her husband, but then also she's been treated like an insane person. And then she has this woman telling her that she's crazy and that she didn't see her son, which she really did. And then she just like was just done with life and was like, I'm just going to kill myself because this is not the world I want to live in anymore. And then um, you have Kimberly, who's just like a, a nuisance and irritating AF, <laughs> especially after she found out one, one when she found out that Christine was pregnant and just like inserted herself and was like, essentially, and yes, I understand she lost children, but the way that she was acting was borderline, like, I don't even know what to equate it to, like a Lifetime movie where they steal the babies, either like someone like befriends a pregnant woman, like forces her to give birth and then steals a baby. Like one of those psycho people, that's kind of how she was coming off in this. Uh, and so that was a little irritating, but then when she finds out that for sure, um, Yorick is alive, then it's like, he has to become a baby making machine. <laughs> it's just like, okay. Like it was insanity. And then the fact that it's the end of the world and everyone is still functioning in the mindset of left versus right in regards to politics. And this is really only inside the White House because they haven't been outside to experience what the rest of the country is experiencing, which is total chaos and uh, butchery or what's the word, animalistic tendencies. Like everyone is going batshit crazy outside the White House and everyone's in the White House acting like life is still the same. We just don't have men, which is not clearly what is going on. So everyone is crazy. But the thing I think I struggle with the most doing this is uh, as 10 episodes which usually 10 episodes wouldn't be a lot but I just felt like 
for 10 episodes and to get to where we ended the season, I don't feel like we made a lot of movement as far as like pushing the story through to like get to a place of being like, okay, clear, the show is called Why The Last Man. So I'm coming into this show not having any clue about the material that this show is based on, thinking that a lot of the time is going to be spent on we have this one man who somehow survived and his male monkey. <laughs> we need to figure out like, one, why? And then two, how do we move forward as a society? Because we cannot self-sustain and we cannot um, evolve if there is if there are no males to reproduce. So what does that look like knowing that we only have this one person? Because he can't just be like out here... <laughs> I mean, he could, but he can't just be out here having sex with everyone. And then we don't even know what the implications of him, of like people being pregnant and giving birth to a son means. Like, will they survive or will they die? Like, we don't know. All these things need to be studied. So I'm a little like, first of all, if we were going to still try to keep some form of higher power or authority, that's a better word, authority, then why aren't these women in the White House like, okay, we still have the power of the military, whatever that looks like. We need to somehow figure out a way to cascade down order <laughs> across the country. And then, and this is why I feel like then Jen should have been like discussing with her staff, I'm using staff and air quotes, because like the whole political structure to me just is non-existent in this whole society because they just kind of put themselves in a bubble <laughs> and try to function within a bubble, which was just not realistic. But she, if she had told her staff that her son was still alive, when she found out that he was alive, then that should have been like, okay, now we need a plan. We need to find doctors. Like even before she even found out that her son was still alive, like before it, when everything kind of dissolved into chaos, it just made it seem like because we did, because we saw like how the guy, how the man died, and then I think we did like a mini time jump or whatever, and kind of saw where we were like a few months later. So in that time period between when all the men disappeared and when we jumped in time in the first episode, did we do nothing? <laughs> what did we do during that time? Because I feel like that would have been viable time to implement some type of structure and order. I don't know. I'm just thinking because, you know, what, all the books that we read that are based on like the uh, apocalypse or the end times or um, dystopian futures, like there needs to be some type of an authority there. And I just feel like that was never established. So I can see them trying to play with like the whole gender thing. And it does come off, the show does come off very like, pro-female I don't even want to say like feminist but it comes out pro-female because it's just like one it's all all women but then some of the things that they the um issues they decided to tackle in this like with um what was her name her name was Pe Roxanne is that what, what her name was yeah Roxanne and like her whole angle in this was like man suck they're abusers we need to be like I don't know it's just like some of those topics that they decided to focus on 
just seemed very much so like pandering. At least that's what the way it came off to me. I don't know if that's the way um, it came off to everyone watching it. So it kind of, I had a lot of moments where I was just like rolling my eyes and don't get me wrong, like <laughs> I'm all for like women being strong, independent, like all that stuff. You guys hear me talk about these types of things all the time on this podcast. But some of this, I was just like, if it's literally, I would think if I was in this position, because I like to sometimes put myself in a position of the, of like wherever we are on the show. If this is like end times to me, <laughs> I would feel like we need somebody to like have this, like some type of order or structure to give us hope that we can survive whatever it is that's going on versus letting everything dissolve into chaos and we're just killing each other and stealing and living like animals when technically we probably don't need to because the only thing that happened is that the man disappeared. <laughs> that was it. So we should still we should still be able to have water. We should still be able to have food. Um, we might have to all become vegans or vegetarians because all the male animals died, but like we should still be able to sustain and therefore I don't understand why in that period of time that we jumped over, like some type of order or structure wasn't put into place. It was just kind of like rounding people up and like putting them in these camps. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being too hard <laughs> in my thinking of this, but like, I don't know. That would just, that would make the most sense to me versus everyone living like animals when they don't need to. Mm. Cause again, we only lost the men. That's it. <laughs> so we technically should be able to survive at least until all the women died. But like it should, we should be able to live and not necessarily fear for our lives. So I don't know. That was one of my issues with kind of like one, the structure. And I don't know if a lot of that has to do with what happens in the actual source material. Again, I didn't read it, but you guys know anything that's based on a book or anything like that. Like I love when we like take things from it, but then also kind of evolve it and like make it current, which they try to do, but more so in the topics that they focus on versus like other ways we could have helped better the story. So that was one thing. The other thing was it just took forever. And I kind of mentioned this before. It took forever to get to where we got to in the end. And where we got to, to to the end, to me, kind of could have happened three to four episodes earlier. Like, one, we spent a lot of time, like, switching between focusing on Yorick and Jen in one, in one show or one episode. And then just focusing on Hero and Sam. And then when Sam left, then just Hero. Like, it was a lot of back and forth. Whereas... I was just like, okay, we found the doctor. They need to get to California. Let's follow them and get into California. But also, like, how does everyone else's stories tie into York to get to get to the point where? I, and, and again, I'm like, I don't even know what the goal is. <laughs> Here is the goal just for this season is like to get to California or like what is the goal? And then we ended and there's like this secret society thing that agent 355 was a part of but then it's like oh they're still in charge because they swooped up Jen and Sam and um Beth 
And then they also put like a signal out for Agent 355. So it was just like, <laughs> it was just a lot of randomness that was happening. So yeah, so I felt like we spent way too much time with um, Hero and uh, Roxanne and like that whole, the whole like woman and what, what was her name? The one who was used to work for the president, Nora. Yeah, we spent a lot of time with them and a lot of it I think was unnecessary. Uh, and we could have, like how we removed some of that story and kind of like intermeshed it more into what was going on with Yorick and Jen, because they were kind of, their storylines were playing like side by side because they were kind of interwoven because she knew that he was alive, but Hero didn't. And so we just kept having these solo island moments with these episodes that were just focused on Hero that kind of like took you out of what I would think would be the main storyline, which is anything to do with Yorick. And then she finally realizes that in the very final episode, which is kind of like what we're building up to, but it's just taking too long to get there, that her brother is still alive, but then they end up still having to separate because she's now one of these, she's now associated with these women who are just like, oh, if we see a man, we're gonna kill him. Like. Which does not make sense because it's also like, okay, so if you find the man that everyone is saying is still alive and you kill him, then you're literally like, that is it. That is the end of the human race because as soon as the youngest girl is old and dies, that is it. <laughs> so I just feel like there's not a lot of like forethought and thinking going on and everyone's just is thinking emotionally and irrationally and does not make sense so i had a lot of problems with like the pacing of the show what we decided to focus on in the show and it doesn't give me confidence then when they're like oh i could see the spanning five seasons 50 episodes because then to me that's saying we're never going to get an answer until <laughs> season five episode 50 like that's just the way that it feels and if that's the case what does the rest of that looks like? Because that's not interesting to me if that's, if that's where we're looking on going. So I don't know. This is one of those moments where I'm like, I wish that I was in the room when they pitch their vision for the entire series just so I can get an idea of where we're trying to go. Because right now, where we ended, and if they were to land at some other streamer, I would not be confident in what the future of the series looks like unless they get like someone else in there to kind of help reshape what the series looks like. And that's the only thing I can see happening if it does land somewhere else is that they're going to try to pull in someone else to help tighten the story up a little bit because I don't know. It was just, it just needed, it needed, it needed something. <laughs> so yeah, I was like, when I saw, that article that was like, oh, it was canceled early before the season even ended. I was like, do I still talk about this show then? Or can I save myself like some time and not talk about it? So I was like, and then I was sitting there, I was like, oh, but then if it ends up on another streamer, then I'm most likely going to attempt to watch the second season to see if it's better. And then I'm going to want to talk about it then. So we're just going to, I was like, we're just going to record this, put it out there. If we do get if the show does land somewhere else and we get another season, then we can talk about it. If not, 
it's okay. We put it out there. And if you watched it, <laughs> we can talk about it. So, um, yeah, I didn't have a lot to say. I feel like I said a lot, but then not really. <laughs> it was mostly just me complaining. Um, and I'm trying to sit here and think of like positive things I can say so that it doesn't seem like I'm just being an asshole and like this show suck. Overall, it didn't suck. I would just say it was an average show where if it doesn't land anywhere as far as another streaming service, I wouldn't be disappointed. And even reading the article, seeing that it was canceled, I was not surprised at all. <laughs> I was even surprised that it was canceled early because I think I got, it was about the halfway point of the season where I was just like, okay, I don't, this is, this is, this is going to be hard. So yeah, I don't think there's anything else really that I have to say about this. So we're just going to leave it at that. <laughs> I want to know what you guys thought about why the last man let me know. You can hit me up on social media. Shoot me a DM if you don't want it to be public. I do respond. <laughs> and we can also chat about it on Discord, um, on the currently binging server. And I will talk to you guys in the next episode. That's the end of the episode. Thanks for sticking through it to the end. Be sure to follow me on all the social media platforms at currently binging on Instagram and at currently on Twitter. Also, hit the subscribe button on whatever platform you listen to podcasts on, and I'll talk to you in the next one.